I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So, uh, guys, this has just been such a nutty experience for me. I have gotten probably the most like hate and angry, you know, mean messages that I have ever gotten in my time as like an influencer slash podcaster. Um, that said. We have seen a 36 to 40 percent rise in our podcast listenership, which is just absolutely insane to me. Um, And I don't really exactly know what it is from directly. We're still sort of like, you know, analyzing the data. But at the end of the day, I really believe it's because of you guys. I believe that you guys are sharing this podcast with other people and that is contributing to this rise. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here. And if you're somebody who has shared these episodes with other people so that they can better understand this conflict and have a calmer space to learn about it, I so appreciate you and I hope they appreciate you too and I hope they appreciate having this space. So If you're new here, welcome. We break down news stories on every single topic. You know, on a normal day, we'd be covering, you know, celebrity news, what's going on in D.C., and everything in between, art news, archaeology, lots of interesting things that are definitely lighter than what's in the news right now. But that said, this is always a safe place to come and have really complicated news stories broken down. So, That's what we do here, and I just wanted to say a warm welcome to anybody who's new in this space. So first up for today, we have mini stories. So again, if you're new here, we do these little mini stories here at the top where maybe there's just like one or two sentences and that's the full story and you guys don't need to hear about it more than that, but maybe an update for a previous story or something like that. So anywho, we have two today and then we will get into our Israel updates. Let's jump in. First and foremost, I did want to issue a content warning. This mini story involves a murder. So Joran Vandersloot has confessed to killing Natalie Holloway. He confessed to her family. Her murder, if you guys remember, happened in Aruba. So he's not going to be charged for murder here in the U.S. He will be charged there. But he is being charged here in the U.S. for attempting to defraud the family. Basically, he was trying to sell information to them about where she is, which is just horrifying. And it worked. You know, they sent her they sent this guy money to find out where their daughter might be. Um, But they didn't find out until now. He claims that he bludgeoned Natalie to death on the beach because she refused his sexual advances. And then he sent her body drifting out to sea. 
He has been charged with killing another woman in Peru as well, and he was convicted of that murder too. And for our second mini story, Jim Jordan did not get the votes he needed, you guys, in a second round of voting, even after being endorsed by former President Trump. So this doesn't bode well for Trump. It doesn't bode well for the Republicans. And it is really unclear where this party is going to turn for their new leader. Um, Perhaps they will come full circle and come back to McCarthy. We will see. And let's just hope that they can get it done soon. Because the longer this continues, the more dysfunctional we appear as a country on the international stage. And that brings us to our longer story for today. But before we jump in, I just wanted to tell you guys a little bit about today's sponsor. So Protea is the sponsor of today's episode. And I just wanted to know, have you ever had a lingering skin issue that you can't seem to get rid of? Have you ever thought about going to see a skincare professional and then just thought, when would I ever have time for that? And won't it be expensive? If that's you, I've got you. Protea is a woman-owned beauty business based out of Virginia. But here's the thing. They specialize in virtual skincare consultations. So you can be on your couch, in your sweatpants. You don't have to go anywhere, but you can get top-of-the-line advice within your budget and guidance from a trained skincare professional called an esthetician. They also have a top-of-the-line, cruelty-free skincare line that is produced here in the United States, so they can recommend products that they know will work for your skin. Your personal skincare professional will always recommend the products that are best fit for your skin, but if that happens to be a Protea product, they donate a Skin Confidence skincare kit to an unhoused woman for every purchase. So, I love this brand because not only are they a woman-owned beauty brand, but they also give back. When you support them, you support our podcast. Book your consultation today at www.bookprotea.com. And now without further ado, we will jump into our news updates in regard to Israel. So content warning, this story involves graphic details of war. So first and foremost, we have to talk about the hospital explosion and what updates we have to go over there. So as we reported on yesterday, there was a devastating explosion at a hospital in Gaza where between 500 and 1,000 people died. Being that hospitals have many explosive substances running through them, you know, oxygen, cleaning chemicals, pharmaceuticals, and more. The scene that unfolded was so gory that people's body parts were literally strewn everywhere to the point where they were mixed up. Like somebody's arm is way over here. Somebody's leg is way over there. I mean, that is the type of event that we are dealing with here. It was horrifying. Um, Doctors described to NPR having patients die in their arms while they were bleeding out. The doctors were simply trying to do everything they could to help people, but it was a devastating, gory scene. Um, Innocents were completely blown to bits. When you look at the picture, too, you can see it in people's eyes. I mean, you can see the utter pain, the utter devastation. Their eyes are sunken, red, weary, hopeless. 
People are exhausted, they're hungry, they're angry, they're desperate, and most of all, they are filled with grief. Both sides were very quick to point the finger at one another. The media immediately said that the Palestinian health ministry reported that it was an Israeli airstrike, which was the case. That was indeed what the Palestinian health ministry had said. So, you know, when it comes to reporters being able to report on things, oftentimes we're not there and we're going off of what third party sources are saying. That's how news gets reported on the day to day. So always be extra media literate. And what I mean by that is who check who they're getting their information from. Might that be a biased source? Um, This is something we all have to be engaging in in this era of mis and disinformation, especially when the news is moving as fast as it is today. But a lot of people who did not read the full story really jumped to the conclusion that this was for sure done by Israel. And then very quickly afterward, Israel's forces came out saying they did not hit this hospital. So then the confusion set in and the search for evidence began. President Biden, from a press conference held alongside Netanyahu, said, quote, it appears as though it was done by the other team, end quote. And I woke up to that video and all of the reports about that this morning. So, you know, when I went to bed versus when I woke up, it was two different stories. And that's how this is going to go for right now, you guys. So I do have to sleep and take breaks. Um, and so as soon as I hear something conflicting, I take down anything old and I put up the new um, and I issue corrections and I you know, make sure that you guys know exactly what happened. But I do have to sleep. And reports came out saying that basically this there was evidence that it was actually a rocket that misfired. It was by a Palestinian Islamic Jihad group that fired it towards Israel, but they missed and they hit the hospital. So what exactly is that evidence? Let's walk through it. This is something that I wanted to make sure we did on today's episode. Now, it really comes down to two pieces of information. So there was a phone call. NPR reported that members of the jihadist group were overheard in a phone call that was basically tapped by either Israeli or U.S. forces discussing how their rocket had missed its destination. And then number two, the U.S. was able to pick up video footage of the rocket that hit the hospital and the direction that the rocket was sent in the video confirmed for them on video footage, that it had to have been fired from Gaza. But Biden ordered his security team to gather as much information as possible and as much evidence as possible about this hospital explosion because it is a serious, serious offense and the public obviously cares about who did this. If the U.S. military, though, you guys cannot verify who did what, then the press definitely cannot. And I definitely cannot as a one woman show, one woman team. But if the U.S. military ever comes forward with any type of evidence, I will be relaying that as quickly as I can on here, but also on our Instagram stories. So if you don't follow us yet, we are at newsdujour.podcast on Instagram. We also have a TikTok and it's the same handle at newsdujour.podcast. 
So President Biden also landed in Israel at the Joint Base Andrews. Um, Some Arab countries canceled their meetings with Biden following the events at the hospital. They still believe that Israel hit this hospital. Jordan's prime minister announced a three-day mourning period for the victims of this blast. Hezbollah, a Lebanese terrorist group in this area, is now calling for a quote-unquote day of rage in response to the hospital bombing, which again, all evidence points to having been a rocket fired from Gaza. Israel, though, is setting up a humanitarian aid station in spite of all of this, and that is great news amidst all the darkness. The United States has also agreed to spend $100 million on humanitarian aid for Palestinians as well. And this comes right as the news, you know, news outlets like PBS, Al Jazeera and more were reporting that people in Gaza had mere days left of food and water. So they're getting there just in the nick of time. And let's hope they can get this food and water and all of the humanitarian supplies needed to this area as quickly as possible. Everyone there is hungry and everyone there is afraid for their lives. I fall asleep every night praying for the people affected, trapped in Gaza, the family still missing a loved one being held by Hamas, and all those who are missing loved ones tonight that should be there but are dead because of this conflict. Let us hope and pray for de-escalation, acceptance of one another, and above all else, peace for both Israelis and Palestinians alike to be able to live together in celebration of their mutual links to this land. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, the role of the artist is exactly the role of the lover. If I love you, I have to make you conscious of the things you don't see. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on that platform or a shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us to be able to keep creating the news du jour and reach more people who need a calmer space to consume the news. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar free media. And that is also linked in our show notes. You can follow us on social media at newsdujour.podcast on both Instagram and TikTok. You can follow my personal account at it's Annie Bowles on both platforms as well. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from...